pure water, pure pride, pure Jamaican. Pure water is about pure hydration. Remember to drink pure water and satisfy all your pure water needs. Pure pride Jamaican bottled water. Look for the name. It's pure water. When you go to shops, supermarkets, or any retail outlets, if you don't see it, just ask for it. The Open Gate Show, Facebook, and YouTube. Prezus has it all. It's not only analyzing the races, but you've got to check the Open Gate Show every day as interviews, previews, and information are on as well as other things. Hello, racing fan. This is Emilio Bimbo Rodriguez. Listen to the Open Gate Show with Colin Blair, giving you the latest tips and reviews on the horses. Big up the number one show. Greetings, everyone. This is George Osang, listening to Open Gate Show. Number one, take a listen. The Jockeys Championship is on its earnest on the 11 race card tomorrow. Dave Nelson, he rides 11 horses. Leading rider, Anthony Thomas, he's aboard nine. And is lead by five wins. With only three races they left after tomorrow. No wonder tomorrow's race card is very, very important for jockey Dave Nelson. The, trainer t- the trainer's title is considered by some not being over as yet, even though champion trainer Anthony Nunes leads by approximately $2.4 million over Wayne Costa. The two race meets that could be pivotal for either trainer on, is on the 26th and 27th of December, where lucrative purse money will be available for all classes starting from 180 up to a million dollars as well as the other races well some of the decent horses from each camp will be could be placed in low claiming in order to gain needed birth money value i guess the few trainers will be waiting on those horses dropping down in to the claiming rank it is understood by the Open Gate Show that there will be a lucrative purse of $1 million for claiming horses in the category 180,000, and they'll be going three furlongs straight in early January 2021. Maybe tomorrow, the top claimers in race one could become late on starters and await that special race. We are in a new era where things happen suddenly. Well, COVID for one, the weather pattern, and so on. Guess much more things will be happening suddenly. Back to this 2020 title, there was a time when Ren Gonzalez and Arthur Sharp had a similar battle as with Wayne Costa and Nunes some time ago. We and only two races days were left. Everything became very interesting. Arthur Sharp won five races, 
leaving only one race day. And the racing media declared him for the title then. But on the last day, Trader Ren Gonzalez won five races as well. And it ended in a nail biting finish to the last two races for which Ren Gonzalez emerged the winner. Both Dane Nelson and Wayne DaCosta have to make some inroads tomorrow if they want to be more competitive with the remaining race meets. It's so limited. Let's get on to the 11th race card tomorrow. Yeah, Lance, this is a call from Florida. Avid Punter and see the open gate show with Colin Blair. Very informative and I depend on it a lot to make my selections when I um my, my pick six and my pick nine and you know that sort of thing. So um, big up Colin Blair and go and do your work on the open gate show. Boom. Good afternoon. I'm an ardent listener of the open gate show. My name is Paul Tomlinson. It helps me a lot with my pick sixes and those kind of bets. I like to hear what Mr. Blair has to tell us about the horses. And it's very good. Five stars. Before I get to analyzing the Leverage card tomorrow, I can't help but to say whoever is in charge of the track and pool has again made changes that are very unreasonable. The primary one is how can anyone read those very fine prints? Oh sure, I'll be hoping another race book services soon. This new edition of the track and pool is grossly unacceptable and I'm asking the multitudes of fans as well as subscribers to this book to stop complaining to me as their relevant offices that you should put your issues to. I have no power to rectify what's happening. One thing I can say, the outcry has started three weeks ago, but has grown louder since yesterday. Totally, totally unacceptable. As I said, 11 races, post time will be 11 a.m. 14 starters for race one. Well, it may be less, but let's go on what is on paper. It will be going five and a half furlongs or 1,100 meters before five levels up. Claiming tag 150,000 to 180 with five-year-old maidens as well as six-year-olds who have never won two races in their lifetime. More unfortunate 100, very light, but that's the only positive for him here. Number two, Princess Statistics gets the figure eight on for the fifth time in 72 career starts with only one third place finish attained with that equipment. She has run for 180 tag on last against comp- 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 competition that are not as strong as this. And again, at the same tag, coming tomorrow against Tougher. The leading rider, Anthony Thomas, is still on for tomorrow if she starts. Number four, no money friend, will be making his eighth 
start for the season. Only that last race three weeks ago, when closing to be second, one and a half length behind Indy Arazi, who is here again, a half a furlong, when going half a furlong less than tomorrow's distance, with Anthony Thomas. It's Jerome Innes on this time, as Anthony Thomas has ridden several horses in this race, but has opted for number two Princess Statistics in this title that is so coveted. So let's hope that he makes the right decision. Number six, 4,000, by far the best bred horse in this race by Adore the Goal out of one fast wildcat by Forest Wildcat. Busy at exercise for its standards, but have not done anything and has much to find. Who knows? Number seven, Powerful Red, 11-year-old who won over this trip almost two months ago, beating better than these with this rider, Reddish Roman, when he had 108 pounds, but ran a good second though. Before that, carrying 126 pounds. So this impose of 126 pounds tomorrow won't trouble powerful red that much. Number eight, Cat Rigger will be a late on starter. Number 10, Movie Star could plot on for a minor share, but only if there are two or more of the top ones not running. Number 11, Lady Carmen has speed and is handicapped to have a chance for a top three slot here. Interesting, Anthony Thomas won twice on her this season, and but he remains on number two printed statistics. Is this a crew? Maybe. Well, let's see if Lady Carmen will be starting tomorrow. Number 12, India Razi seeking a hat-trick of wins, now with 126 pounds, and Dane Nelson. If he can duplicate that August 22nd run when drawn on the inside and did well, then he can surely complete the hat-trick of wins. Number 13, Poker Star, last race four days over 10 months ago, is plagued with issues. Reports this morning to be iffy, but this trainer is shrewd when I'm thinking of, of about this horse as Pokestar visits the, the racetrack very early in the morning on a regular basis. I need to see this one. Well, maybe he'll have to go to the Lasix barn when he's, when he's going there to make my final analysis. But the open gate show would have gone. So, tough luck. If this one wins and I didn't inform you. Number 14, he's relinked, gets Robert Halladine. One of these, number 12, India Razi. Number 11, Lady Carmen. Number 2, Princess Statistics. Number 7, Powerful Red. Number 4, No Money Friend. Number 13, Poker Star. Maybe. Race 2, 8 starters. And they'll be going. Seven furlongs or 1400 meters is for Nidabred Falls and Upholm. It's the main condition race. Number two, Sabatar may find a low exotic placing. I've been busy at exercise, not displaying anything great. 
but should be getting fitter. Number three, Sweet Madison. Her second start last week was better with blinkers and first-time Lasix. After her first a week before that, when she ran, well, she showed up in the early the race won by a stable companion, but faded quickly. She got fair support in both starts. She's stretching out now against seven others who have no form, no speed, no pace. Sweet Medicine could be the speed of such a lot here, and that advantage could afford her to take pictures in the winner's enclosure if she improves, which she should. Number six, Monsieur Monsieur. Last two starts, he got decent support on in the tote board. This time, gets first-time Lasix and are pulling the scales. That could signal connections are hopeful now. Why shouldn't they? Number seven, Lambana. One of two here for trainer Stephen Todd. This one ran 70 times already. And still a maiden. Tomorrow, we make 71. Step companion number eight, Black Royalty of Lambana has title chasing jockey Daniels on the board. She was only a length from Top Gear second place finish. When that one finished ten length behind Dream of Mind, a stable companion stable mate of Sweet Medicine. Uh, it's a horse that is free looking, lots of legs, lengthy horse, uh, Slow, then Nelson needs all he can get tomorrow. Let's see what Brock Royalty will do. This race, weird race, but let's try a sequence of I don't dream about horses, how they will perform, which is needed here. <laughs> but my order of preference, number six, Monsieur Monsieur, number three, Sweet Medicine, number eight, Brock Royalty, and for the lower exotics, number two, Savitar. Third race, 11 starters. They go four from straight or 800 meters straight. It's section one of the starters trophy. This trophy uh, normally comes much earlier in the season, but COVID has changed everything. This is a race for native bred trails only. It's a made of special weight. Seven debutants out of the 11 starters. First debutant, number one, Unwritten Law, born the 18th of January, a great filly, with a full sister to another prosecutor and special prosecutor by Fallon Valor, out of Laws of the Cat, by Law of the Sea, owned, trained, and bred by Carl Anderson, the groom, Alexis Scott. Just below medium-built filly, she can run. She works in company sometimes with three or four horses. That's a plus for her. And she goes well out the gate. We'll be having Lasix and Blinkers for her debut. Number two, turn on the light. Born the 1st of March, a Bay Philly by Soul Warrior out of CC Cologne by Outrigger, a breeder Everglade Farm Limited by G- owned by Jitash Groom Itamar King. Uh, Gary Griffiths, the trainer, Akeem Pottinger will ride, had bad experience at the off in both career starts. 
Number three, Honey Bunch, a debutant born the 17th of April, a Bay Philly by Western Classic, out of Category 5 by Stormcraft. Breeder, Leroy Akins and Ryan Montique, Montague. Owner, Gretford, owner, trainer, Gretford Smith, the group Michael Anderson. Showing youth at a good size, but will need much more time. Number four, seven stars, born the 1st of June, very late, bred horse. The Philly by Easy Links out of Google Train by Western Classics. Breeder Victor Bright. Owner Trainer Louis Richards. The groom Carlton Brown. Omar Walker. He gets the call. This is a tiny Philly who has been showing a lot of zip for a while at the size, especially when blinkers were affixed. She ran even on debut two weeks ago on the minimum round course. With that lesson, and now in Blinkers, as well as Omar Walker taking the reins, projects unexpected better showing. I must add, she is lightning fast out the gates. Number five, Avila. Born the 8th of March, Chester Philly, with a full sister to Tuna Ciliata, by traditional out of red gold by Wizard of Gold, Breeder, Wilbert Bagwandine, owner, R. Daly, M. Reynolds, I. Rowe, and Stephen Todd. The groom, Granville Singh. In training for a long while, this Stephen Todd trainee, which will be, who will be ridden by Kieman McGregor. And even though very busy at the starting gates in the mornings, only a minor share is expected. She will be getting blinkers. Number six, Short Curling, born the 2nd of March, a Bay Philly by Perfect Curling, out of Short Decure by Alke. Breeder Michael Bernard, owner Micros, groom George Daly, who has two horses, who grooms two horses here. Robert Aldean, ride for Gary Sobrati. The most experienced horse in this race, short speed in all five curl starts against the best set of two year olds yet, could use all that schooling to fight out the finish against the other top, against the other 10 horses. Number seven, a debutant, Quiet Boss, born the 24th of May, a Bay Cold by Burn Identity, out of Quiet Grandeur by Quiet American. Breeder, Ian Passard, owner, Stefan Naren Singh, Rajendra Punai, Don Webby, Anthony Nunes, Trains, Robert uh, Christopher Mendine Rides, not yet ready for a win or even a top placing but in time let's see number eight another debutant Curlins Kawatha born the 29th of April a Bay Colt who is half to Dracarys and Carson Sinfedo this Colt is by Perfect Curling out of Kawatha by Easy Links Breeder Orange Valley Estates owner Micros, the groom, George Daly, the second horse for groom George Daly, veteran groom. Gary Sabrati is the trainer, Ahmed Robles will ride. Another who will need time. Number nine, Abby, a debutant, born the 23rd of April, a Bay Philly, with half the fearless Abby and Cassius King. This filly is bred not on giant by Abby Kadabi. By Go Zappa, 
Peter, Anthony Shaker, owner Oakley Farm, the groom, Nicholas Barnes, Jordan Barrett, the apprentice, will ride for Christopher Parr. Small filly who shows speed at, at exercise, but not enough to deliver a win at this time. Number 10, Sudden Flight, April 8 born, Big Colt, who is half to capture my ship, fashionista, and royal assault. Mm, all speed horses. Uh, he's bred natural selection by making jaw by Elisha's breeder, Wyeth 95 Limited, owner, title chasing owner, Carlton Watson, the groom, Theo Campbell, Anthony Thomas, the leading rider, rides for Wayne Acosta, who is in second spot in the trainer's title. Display much youth in the mornings and is related to some very speedy horses. We'll fight this out. We'll have Lasix and Blinkers. Number 11, Chandra's Law, born the 14th of March at Chestnut Philly, who is half the Prince Charles. This horse is by Sensational Slam, by the Dam She Spectacular, by St. Appeal, Breadham Stables Limited. Owner Stefan Naren Singh, Rajanda Punai, and Don Webby. This makes two horses that they have in this race. The groom, Sylvester Moody. Then Nelson rides for Anthony Yunus. Looks nothing like Prince Charles. Not saying he, Prince Charles is a better looking horse. I think Chandra's Law is a better looking horse. She's tall and has good length. Doesn't look like a sprinter to me as she has long loping strides. However, she can surely run, but has to be that good to win at four furlongs on debut. We'll be getting Lasix and Tantai. Expect these top three to fight this race out. Number 10, Sudden Flight. Number 11, Change of Law. Number 1, Unwritten Law. Hey, two laws. Number 6, Short Curling. Could use uh, experience and take this race. Number 4, Seven Stars. Must not be taken lightly. We go to race four, and we have 11 starters again, four furlong straight or 800 meters straight. Well, it's actually section two of the starters trophy. Eight debutants. First is number one, Nasil, born the 26th of March, a Bay Philly by Burn Identity, out of television by Image Maker, owner, breeder, trainer, David Lee Finn, the groom, St. Patrick Shaw, I like this filly, but she's going to need this race. Number two, Silver Soul, born the 28th of March, a big filly by Silver Medallion out of Tejano Symphony by Tejano Run. Breeder, Argyle Farms Limited, owner, Lawrence Fremantle and Michael Durr. The groom, Paul Isaacs, Romaro Spencer, rides for trainer Lawrence Fremantle. Run twice already, but we'll definitely need this as I think this horse will take some time before she starts throwing her worth. Number three, another debutant, do not play with music. Mm, what a name. Born the 7th of May around Philly by Midnight Hawk, out of due process by Law of the Sea. Breeder, Light Kong, Norman Reed, and Stanley Walker are the owners, Fitzroy Folks, the groom, Dane Dawkins, right for Gretford Smith. Need to the filly with one of two hair for first time stallion, Midnight Hawk. And uh, Midnight Hawk is a highly thought of stallion here in Jamaica. And let's see, as a matter of fact, 
he has another one that is slated to run in in uh, in this race in number nine Silver Hawk. So let's hope connections of this Italian all the best. We need some more mares and good horses in Jamaica uh, because the claiming system is one, but the other races that's where everything is at. All right, back to the race. Uh, this don't play don't play with magic. Took some time to show her value at exercise. Been around for a very long while. I'm expecting a fair display tomorrow, but I'm not expecting her to win. Number four, another debutant, an interesting name, horse. John Cole Jeff, born the 11th of February, a bay colt by natural selection out of Sweet Your Rock, Sweet You Rock rather, by He the Real Thing. Breeder Jeffrey Mordecai, owner Elizabeth Acosta, and Jeffrey Mordecai, Philip Parchment, rides for Wayne Acosta. As Shakespeare said, a rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. Jeffrey Mordecai uh, is one of Wilmer's high school best ever student and presently an astute gentleman. I'm sure he'll smile hearing me quote Shakespeare's appropriately, appropriately regarding this cold's name. This cold can run. Although it's four full and straight, uh, he's quick enough and alacrity out the gates is a huge advantage. That is if he has that. I think he, he does. Is one of the aces from Trainer Wayne Costa sleeves. Now he has lit the fire to see if he can overhaul Anthony Yunus, of which it won't be easy. This gold gets tongue-tie, figure eight, and Lasix. Number five, let's get it on. Born the 3rd of March, Bay Philly with a field 50 to Corazon. This is by Stormcraft, out of my beat by Human Instinct. Owned and bred by Lake and Farms Limited, Spencer Chong. Trains, Robert Halladin rides, Michael Reed, the groom. Interesting, the Railbirds have this one to be fighting out the finish. She would surprise me if she wins. Not say she can't run second or third, but if she wins. Anyway, we'll be getting first time Lasix. First time tongue-tie, rather, after two career starts. Still, without Lasix, let's get it on. Number six, Amy the Butcher. Born 11th of April, a great filly by Deputy Glitter, out of Asia's Dream by Eve the Real Thing. Breeder, owner, Oliver Gray. Keith Johnson, the groom, Patrick Fong. Trains, apprentice Jordan Barrett rides. Tiny filly, who is the, most, is the most experienced here, but will find a few are superior. Number seven, Kataba, a debutant. Born the 2nd of May, a chestnut filly by Lan Tame, out of Tooting Cat by Birdie Mark. Breeder, O'Neill Phillips, owner, Junior Racing Stables, Anthony Thomas rides for uh, Patrick Lynch. Akeem Johnson is the groom. Small filly who has shown use, but has to leave the gates sharply to have a top three chance. Number eight, another debutant, Broken Light, born the 21st of March, a bay cold with a half heart of a champion, and El Gringo. Sire Liquidity Dam Hard Trob by Sir Lal Bahadur, 
Breeder White 95 Limited owner trainer Gary Griffith, groom Durant, Durant Nugent, useful coming along in his training and uh, could run good enough, but not for a top three slot. Number nine, Silver Hawk, another debutant. This is uh, February 21st, bred around Philly with half the top gear. This Silver Hawk is bred Midnight Hawk by Miss Emily by Legal Process. Christopher Wellington, he breeds and owns this horse. Well, he bred and owns this horse. My English, pardon me. Glenville Grace is the groom. Then Nelson, interestingly, gets the call here. Gary Sobrati, he's the trainer. Another Midnight Hawk progeny who is improving each week gets Lasix for its debut. And I think the horse will run in the top three. Don't like him to win, though. Number 10, Alimony, February 23rd. That's when he was born, Chestnut Cold, by legal process, out of Kesha Baby, by Crucial Child. New Blue Limited is the breeder, Ajax Braun, the owner, Tafari Wright. The groom, Omar Walker, gets the call for trainer Anthony Nunes. Alimony showed speed last week in that race, going five furlongs round, and but displayed greenness. Should benefit from that run. Don't be off this horse chances, seeing that Dane Nelson, the stable rider for Anthony Nunes, and needing every winner to win the, the Jockeys' Championship is off, this, is off this horse. He rode it on debut, but instead he's on Silver Arc. Uh, there are glitches that can happen at times, and this is one. Number 11, Beautiful Brown, a, debit, a debutant born the 9th of April, be filled by Stormcraft, out of one stop by Royal Minister. This is a half... Uh, to Father Pickens. Winston Tracy is the breeder and owner. Juno Small, the trainer. Paul Francis, the rider. Javon Smith, the groom. Very small filly who has shown some use, but is not expected to pose any problems here. Will, advisor, figure eight and Lasix. Number four, John Crow, John Crow Jeff is my selection. From number 10, Alimony. Good exactor. Number three, don't play with music. Number nine, Silver Hawk. Both progenies of the stallion Midnight Hawk should fight out third and fourth. Number five, let's get it on. Could be part of the lower exotics. Race five, seven and a half furlong or 1500 meters. Nine horses were declared. For children up, optional claiming 350,000 with five year olds who've never won three races in their lifetime. Number one, Royal Aviator claimed from the last race four weeks ago when he broke a bit slow from the gates and found number six here, Subby, not for catching, finishing one and a half length second to that one. Omar Walker again rides for new connections at the same tag. Number two, smart tradition down in claim after closing to get third, three and a half lengths away, going one and a half furlong less than tomorrow's journey. It's a good while he hasn't ventured this far. Really going for a low claim 
after running that well against none of the five-year-olds, none of the four, for the shrewd, capable, and very talented horseman Patrick Lynch. Number three, Band of Gold, claimed when he won at this level on November 1st, beating over-the-hill horses. Uh, had one start since in the higher tag and is back down to 350,000 claiming with tongue tie off, of which she already won without. It's coming to run. That is what is loudly whispered since this morning. Number four, smooth criminal. Interesting, he's dropping this low in the claiming ranks. Had shown nothing in last eight starts. He's at his favorite trip. Well, his favorite approximate trip, and it's aptly named (laughs) Smooth Criminal. So be careful. It's Christmas. Number six, Subby showed surprise speed four weeks ago, winning winning half a furlong longer than tomorrow's trip. Having number one Royal Aviator and number nine Niles Bushman behind. Trainer Darby is doing very well, especially of late, teaming with veteran jockey Paul Francis. Number seven, Art Ice, uh, run only seven times yet this season, so I'm iffy on her winning chances. Number eight, Mirabilis, very consistent at exercise of late. That's a huge plus. Her best can give her a chance for the top spot. One easily four weeks ago in the lower tag, bettering a very soft set of horses. Then Nelson, again, will be riding. Remember, he's riding in each of the 11 races. Probably will be going some kilos overweight for Dan Nelson. Number nine, Alice Bushman, much fitter now and will be closing from a far off. Unless there is a total collapse up front, his winning chances on paper looks tough. However, trainer Michael Marlow uh, always does well in December and January. So maybe Nalas Bushman with Philip Parchment can improve. Number six, Sabi. Number eight, Mirabilis. Number one, Royal Eito. Number two, Smiley Tradition. Number nine, Nalas Bushman. That's my order of preference. Race six for four and up who have never won three races in their lifetime. Attract 14 starters. They'll be going seven for another 1400 meters. Number two, Princess Lauren. Stretching out with Dane Nelson. She ran third in the Thornbird Stakes at this exact distance to be behind the Costa pair of Lady Blue and Princess Annie. Trainer Pearson has been doing, well, there's two Pearsons. Trainer Robert Pearson, pardon me, is doing very well with his small string of horses. And congratulations to him. Number four, El Gringo, looking good when seen at the beach. He's okay off the bench, but facing some fitter ones here. Number five, Regagon Grammy, coming off a two and a half month break. Seen in great shape, loves it fresh. Ran well on last, that's the 3rd of October, going six and a half furlongs, when Prominent took up the lead, leaving the two furlong marker. 
and faded a bit to be half a length second to Beach Boy in a very fast time. Retains the leading rider once again. That's Anthony Thomas. Number six, Inspired Miracle. I'm inspired by expecting a miracle each day. Maybe tomorrow, if I'm still on in the regular six, you could win and make me or maybe a close friend of mine a deserved load of winner. <laughs> well, let's see. I only wage a very small amount for the pick six. That's why maybe I'm not catching one. Number seven, Baby Star, what of two hair for connections. Owner, Rising Star, and trainer, Johnny Wilmot, has been... I haven't been living up to expectation, but this tiny filly, I've been training for this distance since last race. That last race, she was held off the pace and she came on running on well with number eight here, Royal Liquid, finishing fifth by three and a half length as Royal Liquid finishing sixth by three and a half length. It was a head bob for that six pace, for fifth, fifth and sixth pace. But number eight, Royal Liquid, well, I've already mentioned her with Baby Star, and this one ran well over a mile on the 30th of November, a very competitive mile, I should say, when leading what kept on to be fought by one and three quarter length to win Wings Choice, Blood, Sweat and Tears with her. And Ali has been looking in good shape in the morning. Number nine, Blood, Sweat and Tears looks much better of late, looking much sharper, that's what I should say. And it's getting back a rider who last one aboard her, that's last one aboard him rather, that's Philip Parchment. Number 10, Ladapi, disappointing since privately sold. Number 11, Blind Fate, going seven furlongs. She can relax easier. But even though working very well, I don't fancy her winning chances. Regardless, I have very strong faith. Hey, she can win though. So bear that in mind. Number 5, Ray Gone Grammy. Number 9, Blood, Sweat and Tears. Number 6, Inspired Miracle. Number 2, Princess Lauren. Number 8, Raw Liquid. I'm expecting one of those to win. Seventh race, level start of five from straight, our thousand meters straight is four trails and up, a claim and tag six hundred to six hundred and fifty thousand. First of three here, dropping in claim for owner breeder Carl Anderson, that's number one Twilight Lady. Um he's dropping for a tag, yes, but has it all to do from this unfavorable unfavorable in a post. Could still hit the boy. Number two, Splendid Vision, fresh and fit filly, who is taper light. Another that should hit the board in, in the lower exotic spot. Number five, Raindrops, another Carl Anderson horse here. Saw her Monday morning, in, well, looking very smooth, canting out the straight. Well, she has only run one, one race, uh, uh, beating... Not much, but I really like how this horse looked on Monday. Well, Monday is Monday. Tomorrow is tomorrow. Far apart. Number six, key witness, fit and consistent mayor who won on, uh, on going six and a half furlongs, but now facing a decent set of speedier horses. Number seven, city council, Last of three straight, uh, straight drops 
by trainer Carl Anderson. Um, especially this filly who has a, a, a decent chance to win. Having won on the 7th of November, going five and a half furlongs in a time of 106 and 4 fifths, beating Coppertone and Elitis. Number eight, Lord Ashton, won one of four races with the figure eight, which is off tomorrow. If he can duplicate that race on the 30th of August, going five furlongs straight, and he closed to get within one and a half length second to capture my ship in a fast time of 58 and 3 fifth, then he should, he, he has a chance to win, especially the leading rider gets the call in Anthony Thomas. Number nine, Cartel had good form up to late October this season. Love this course and he's expected to come with a turnaround and have a say in the outcome. Number 11, Nuclear Thunder, Fast Cold, who has been weakening in the last furlong for trainer Rand Darby four times now. That's unusual for this trainer. This Gallin won two races over this route in the, in the past. Now down in claim, well drawn, must be a very dangerous horse. Top four, number 11, Nuclear Thunder, number seven, City Council, sub-11 or 11-7 for some rate pairs. Number eight, Lord Ashton, number nine, Cartel, and for the low exotics, Splendid Vision, number two. The eight race, 10 starters, they go two turns, nine from 25 yards or 1,820 meters, is four trails and up, imported maiden, tri- imported trails and up maidens, and native bred trails who've never won two races. Number one, my time now will be closing. Number three, Gambler, one of many here who will be off the place, pace and should close. There's not much pace in this race. I should remind you, there's only one leader on paper. Number four, Princess Lizzie, looking better in condition of recent. Number five, let him fly, run very well in the only time venturing two turns. That was on the 13th of November when looking threatening in the stretch but could not pass the out-of-class Tomahawk finishing second one and a half length behind that one in a time of 156 and a fifth for this trip which is very good looking very different and working well this let him fly for trainer Anthony Nunes apprentice machine Newland he gets the call number six I'm a citizen had two career starts both both at four furlongs straight, and that's recent. If pay, if 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 if, if federal light, my tongue is twisted with this one, and it's stretching out two turns. But on paper, she ain't shown anything. But paper is paper. Well, I am just kidding around, but at times you kid around, and you get hurt. Anyway, number seven, Sun City, flatters to the thieves and will be flying in the end if focused. Kind of like how oh, she's been carrying herself this week at exercise. Uh, her ears, uh, for the first time to me, has been flickering and she, she looks very happy. Number eight, three toppings, run twice over this journey and both times she runs well, uh, winning one and failed by half a length to old one of a kind who finished well in the classics. Uh, 
to be, be to, to to lose by a half a length. That was on the first. That was on the first of August. This season, working well and could use their loan pace factor to advantage for Anthony Thomas to extend his lead or to hold on to that five length lead. I must remind you, it's not only the trainers and jockeys' title is at stake, but the owners and grooms' championship as well. Carlton Watson lies three million plus behind Michael Bernard of Micros and has a cargo of horses penciled to try being victorious as Wayne Acosta, Anthony Nunes, Anthony Thomas rather, <laughs> and himself for the respective categories. Number eight, sweet toppings from number seven, Sun City, it could go either way. Number five, let him fly, should be part of it. Number three, Gambler will be closing. Number four, Princess Lizzie will be prominent and could hold an exotic spot. Ninth race, 12 starters for Native Bread Shows only. It's the maiden condition race. Goes two turns again. Well, this is section two of the previous race. Number two, another cookie, very busy in the morning. Goes two turns for the first time. Uh, three career starts now with first time and, and will be getting first time Lasix for his fourth. Should run his best race yet, but I don't expect a win. Number nine, no identity, unlucky over this distance and last. It's the 28th of November when losing by half a length. Uh, should have won, but circumstances caused him to fail. The leading rider stays. Not sure I was impressed with how he looked this morning on the exercise track. This no identity. Number four, Commandante Lunar ran improved in second career start when finishing third, four and three quarter lengths to triple seven, and she boom after breaking slow. Lay out the gates going six and a half furlongs on December 6th, two, oh, two weeks ago. It's stretching out this time, and it's interesting to see what this one will do. Number five, Lava Boy, very consistent over very distances. Already run third at this trip and facing a set he should be able to fight this out with. Number seven, Commissioner. I misunderstood the source, and especially in that last, well, in that last race that he ran over the five furlong straight course. Another with stretching out around two turns, well-bred horse um, that was born here in Utah and is aimed ready for a top display even though bred for this distance, will be in front for a while. Who knows? May, sur may surprise me, surely. Nah, I don't think so. Number nine, pathologist gets first time figure eight on to improve his poor showings. Number 10, it is now, will be closing. Number 12, sweet Venetia. The only race she showed anything of the second place finish four and a half lengths than favorite is at this distance will be getting first time cheek pieces on rake players will try number eight sweet toppings in race eight and for the double sweet renisha hair number three no i don't like the source i didn't like how he worked this morning so i'm going to take number five lava boy over number 10, it is now number three, no identity. Number 12, sweet Renisha, a possibility to win.
Number seven, Commissioner could use his class and, well, I should say expected class, and get a minor share weakening in the latter part. Boy, i really going out on a limb on this commissioner stating how he will run in the race and I'm not a part of the connection. But anyway, so be it. We come to the penultimate race 10. It's for trailing up. Optional claim tag, 250,000 with five-year-olds who've never won two races in their lifetime, as well as six-year-olds and up who've never won four races, seven furlongs or 1,400 meters. Number... We have 13 starters. Number one, Batido de Mundo, jockey Philip Parchment, could help get the source doing better. Number three, Bay Commander, busy exercise and looking in good condition, but has a habit of late. And when these old horses get into a negative habit, it normally stays. Well, let's see. Number four, original train, consistent in two starts since the summer, and it's light for a top five expectation. Number five, unbreakable nine-year-old who almost won 25% of his career starts, 100 starts, 24 wins, earning approximately $12 million. The most claimed horse the last three years at Camelos Park and ran well for each connections who claimed this one. Good chance to win. Number six, Al Clente. Uh, how can this horse got beat? by number nine Musketoon by two and a half length being allowed being two and a half length being allowed five pounds then by Musketoon. Now El Cliente who finished behind Musketoon is allowing that one seven pounds. Hmm. Lots of strange things happening in all aspects in this world of late. Anyway then Nelson, he gets this call on the Stephen Todd entry, double entry, instead of the other one, number nine Musketoon, who finished in front of this one. Very interesting. Number seven, Flower 30, drops a notch down in claiming tag of coming off a layoff. Hey, she adores it fresh and gets Omar Walker. Must be given a serious consideration because of this claiming level. Number nine, Musketoon ran for his tag after being a tad higher in last five starts. Yet no one claimed him on last when he was at when he was in for twenty fifty thousand. He's back at this twenty fifty thousand tag. Uh, obviously not himself, but he ran in front of statement number six, El Cliente, who has the Nelson. Very interesting. Number 12, Congrats Suki will be the lead will be the leader or should be in the leading group <clears throat> for a while. Maybe she's too light to ignore, seeing she will be able to relax and is possibly the physically soundest horse in this race. Top five, number seven, Flowers 30, number five, Unbreakable, number six, El Cliente, number nine, Musketoon, number four, Original Train. Well, I mentioned number 12, Congrats, okay. Uh, anything can happen. Final race, 
14 start at seven furlong, 1400 meters for choosing up. It's an overnight allowance race, <clears throat> a very competitive race. Number one, master of all could earn. Number three, Crimson as a feathered toad. And if afforded a free trip, will be in the top three for certain. Can even win. Number four, tricky one. One of two here for trainer Anthony Nunes. Interesting rider for the parchment for this trainer. Number five, loose ball, claim from last. The last race he ran two weeks ago. Uh, last two races, loose ball ran, going six and a half furlongs. We're in good time. Won one and ran a very good race on last. This is seven furlongs, just half a furlong more. Number six, Uncle Vinny can get into the top four slot if focused at good odds. Number seven, Ron Kaber has been looking good in the mornings and exposed his status two weeks ago on December 5th when going a mile in the Errol Sobrati Memorial Trophy uh, with the leaders and faded a bit to be four and a half and fifth to Superluminal super Legality with here and Big Bang. That race was won in 138 and a fifth when Kabir ran 139 and a fifth for that four and a half length beaten. Incidentally, Ron Kabir in that race went off at 99 to 1. His last win was at the strip on the 3rd of October when put in for a million dollar claim, when it was in for a million dollar claim. That's the race that owner uh, Barrington Bernard claimed this horse from. Ron Kabir took it up in a stretch and won easily in that seven furlong event in the time of 125 flat, beating Hoover Craft and Coco Channel after breaking slow. Ron Kabir is back at seven furlongs. Number eight, Al Professor facing some better opponents than last when he won easily in good time. But pace makes the race. I always tell you that. Number nine, legality ran well two weeks ago. That was on the 5th of December, that mile race that Run Kabir ran in. Run Kabir was much earlier than, than the norm and ended up one and a half and second to Super Luminal. Um, ran well, but flattened out, maybe being too early in the, in the race. Then Nelson remains and will try to make up for that run, wanting to close the day with another win for his title quest. Number 11, Father Patrick. Looking good at exercise uh, and has caught the pace of this class. Ran very well against Better and Lass in Sir Alton. Uh, that's the twin in Sir Alton, in that race of Sir Alton, one and one disqualified. Nitster was also in that race. That was the 28th of November, going seven and a half furlongs. Father Patrick led with Natalie Berger, 47 to 1. Sir Alton won, but was disqualified. Nitster was second. Those were two good horses in front of him. If they were in this race, no one would look elsewhere. Ran very good as he was ridden by female, female rider Natalie Berger. Now it's a Shane Nugent. Number 14, Eroy. Last two were 
troubling thing he worked brilliant in leading up to those two races continues to do well in the morning but why was Tom Tai on on last could it be his trainers uh, have not well have had been having problems figuring out why he lost in that race uh, on the 7th of November well let's see tomorrow as for one the tongue ties off incidentally he really looked happy this morning I must tell you that so Eroy with his handicap and looking like that I'm selecting him I have to that's number 14 Eroy number 9 legality number 11 father Patrick number 7 Ron Cabrera number 3 Crimson top 5 easily I won't give a top three selection because I have too much info in each race, which confuses my mind at times. So for quite a while, my top three aren't winning. Hey, all you have to do is listen carefully to the replays and go figure on your own. It's difficult to select winners, but to analyze, oh yeah, that's my forte. Good luck. Join me Monday for that day's recap. Don't worry, I'll be back in giving you my best three. But I want, when I do that, your winners. All right, remember to check the Open Gate Facebook group and YouTube show every day because there are a lot of interesting things that will be popping up starting Monday onwards. All right, take care. Good luck. Pure Water, Pure Pride, Pure Jamaican. Pure Water is about pure hydration. Remember to drink Pure Water and satisfy all your Pure Water needs.